Hello, brothers and sisters. I'm glad to be with you for another week of teaching. I am Derek King. This week, we're going to talk about sowing and reaping. Father, I, I really appreciate you and I love you. And I thank you for the opportunity to minister the word of truth to the ones that you have called and to your glory. And so, Heavenly Father, let the Holy Spirit through me say things that are edify, things that are uplift, that are help, that, that will encourage and also correct in order to bless. Cause these things to be done through me this week, Holy Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, let's go to Galatians, the sixth chapter. And let's start at the seventh verse. It says, Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. And let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall reap if we faint not. This is a powerful, all the word of God is powerful. But this part is powerful this week. I love it. I mean, when you hear this, do your mind immediately go to the bad you have done and you expect to reap that? Or do your mind immediately go to the good you've done so you will have expectation in reaping that? And your answer to that determines what is the dominant spirit in you. If the first thing your mind goes to is, oh, Lord, I've been doing negative. You, you have a spirit of unbelief and doubt working in you. But if your mind immediately goes, hallelujah, you have a spirit of faith working in you. And what the Holy Spirit wants to do, he wants to get everyone that is in his kingdom operating in the spirit of faith and not the spirit of unbelief. One place, Jesus said, give, and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, Men give into your bosom. So that was an example of this law. The law of sowing and reaping. One guy 
and through the years I've heard everybody teach things in their own manner, in their own way. And all of it is God, most of it. But some will say this. They'll say, well, pay your 10%. Because if you pay your 10%, God is going to rebuke the devourer for your sake. He's going to open up the windows of heaven, pour you out a blessing that you don't have room enough to receive. And then others will say, well, don't give out of obligation. You give whatever you led to give. For the Lord love it or cheer forgiver. You don't want to give because you're under a yoke of bondage. You want to give out of an overflow of love. And so you might ask the question, which one is right? And the answer is they're both right. See, both are obeying the scripture. The one who's giving, see, some people do both. They give because the scripture says to do it. And they giving it out of joy. I'm one of those kinds. I do both. I give because it is written. And I love to give because I love the word. How many understand that? And so one will try to correct you away from the other sometimes, but I think and I believe and I know this to be the fact, both are right. You should give because the word teaches to give and you should give because you love giving. You should, you should practice both. Now, I want to show you how I know both are right. When I got born again, and I really started trying to study the word to be pleasing in the sight of God. It came to my attention that God didn't like me to have sex out of wedlock. God wanted me to be married. Well, I enjoyed having sex. Sex, sex is, is sex. When you're married or not married, it's enjoyable. How many can agree to that? But... I can't tell you that um, I stopped doing it out of wetlock because I didn't want to do it. No, I stopped doing it because the word said don't do that. How many understand that? So so somebody tell me, they say, uh, well, Brother King, you shouldn't stop having sex out of wetlock uh, because uh, the words say do it. You you should stop having sex out of wedlock because you don't want to do it. Well, I'll be telling you a lot. I, 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 I enjoyed doing it, and I would have kept doing it. But, the, but see, I wanted to be pleasing to God, right? So I correct myself and pray and ask the Lord to help me, and I got in line with the word. How many understand that? See, we need to stop trying to be too smart. Sometimes we try to be too smart. We want to we wanna seem like we humble and we got plenty of wisdom. But I'm going to tell you, it's good to just obey the word. Like, like, for instance, one place it says, Blessed is he that considers the poor. He that give it to the poor, lend it to the poor, lend it to the Lord. And that which he has lent, the, the Lord will repay. Now, how many... 
have been stingy or, or, or you might not have been stingy, but it just hadn't came across your mind to go find poor people and give them money. It might not have came across your mind. Well, when you read that scripture, every now and again, you'll look for a poor person to give them money. Why? So you could get the results of that word. Blessed is he that considered the poor. Now, what if I come to you and say, well, brother, and be all pious like I got so much wisdom. You shouldn't give to the poor uh, just because the word said. You should give because you love being a cheerful giver. How about doing both? You love being a cheerful giver and you give because the word said it. See, you wasn't thinking about that at first. And the word brought it to your consciousness. How many understand what I'm saying? See, everything don't has to have to be where you you so holy and all pious and you got so much wisdom and understanding. Sometimes you just do it because the word says to do it. Then you learn to enjoy it. When you, when you was first dating your spouse, right, you found out what they like. If you're a woman, that man likes seafood, you might learn how to cook seafood, even though you're not a cook. And vice versa. That man might not want to go to the movies. He might want to go to the ball game. He learned to love the movies because you like it. Why? Because he wanted to be well-pleasing to you. It is the same thing we do to the Father. We see what the Word says, and we um, adjust ourselves to a posture of pleasing Him. We start to like what He likes. We start to become who we really are because the Word reveals who we really are. I got a lot to say. I'm out of time. Be blessed.